Welcome everybody to Freaky Tales Podcast. And I want to welcome everyone who has joined us, everybody on the live chat, everybody who subscribed, everybody who has commented, liked, or whatever has been a part of Freaky Tales since episode one. And before I introduce my uh, very special guest, uh, a friend that I've been knowing for years, um, I want to go ahead and announce that once again, we are going to be taking calls. So if you guys got a freaky story, you know, freaky tale, you guys want to share, make sure you guys call, make sure you guys let us know uh, what has happened or what has transpired in your life. Where maybe it could be a story that was passed down to you from your grandmother to your father, or maybe you might have experienced something. So uh, when we put that number up, go ahead and call us and let us know. Uh, other than that, on DocuMixery.com, I'm almost sold out of the horror loteria that I'm selling. So if any of you would like to purchase it, and instead of playing the regular loteria, you can purchase the horror loteria. Not horror, but horror loteria. So uh, other than that, um, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and introduce my very special friend, my very special guest, someone that I've been knowing for years, Big Cetric. Yeah, doggy. Yeah, doggy. How you doing? Good, good, man. When you were talking about something about horrors, I was already trying to dial in over here, doggy. You trying to trying to order something, man. You were, you, you were trying to call in on, on I was this. Trying to call in, doggy. <laughs> well, first of all, man, I want to thank you for uh, coming through, coming hanging out with me. We've been knowing each other since the early nineties. Yeah, man. Uh, you've been on uh, my other, my other podcast. Uh, I want to bring you back eventually on that one because I know you're working on a lot of exciting things for 2021. But uh, before we get into it and talking about you know freaky tales, uh, why don't you give the public those that are, are tuned in a little bit of your background, like what you have done in the past? Um, well, you know, as as you said, we you know we've known each other since the early 90s, and uh, I started off as doing music with Brown Town, yeah. then evolved into Brown Town Looters and Pueblo Cafe, you know, all Spanish, and uh, in in between of the mix of all that, I ended up getting into acting. Yeah. So as you know, I, I did um, obviously uh, um, the the I, the latest I've worked with is with George Lopez, but I started working with Mike Judge, the guy that created Beavis and Butthead. And did a King of the Hill, you know, so he did a movie called Idiocracy and I played the Secretary of Defense and that's kind of like what set off my acting career. Mm -hmm. And, um, I've always been a big fan of comedy, you know, since I was a little kid and watching all these soap opera, uh, soap opera, you know, all these like sitcoms, you know, comedy yeah. sitcoms from the early days. And, um, so yeah, and then, you know, I was a big fan of Bees and Buddy and then to get to work with Mike Judge so that, you know, so that set it off right there. And then, um, did a few other movies, you know, like with Christian Bale, Harsh Times and, where, you know, a couple, a couple spots from my homie Noel G. And the latest thing that I was talking about was, uh, George Lopez it's called Lopez. That was the last thing we did a couple of years ago. And, uh, uh, it's, we did like at, with two seasons and now it's on Amazon Prime. And, you know, and then little by little, you know, doing some little bit of stand up comedy too, you know, here and there. Like I haven't, like, like really like got into it full blown, but I do a couple of minutes here and there. When I was about to start, you know, like really going in hard with it, you know, we had to shut down, you know, the pandemic hit. So, you yeah. know, so, so that, you know, that put a dent in that. But regardless of anything, we're still making the best of it, you know, just riding along and just, you know, now we got a couple little projects we're working on here and there, yeah. you know, yeah. and, uh, see, uh, see what hits, man. Yeah. Well, one thing that I know about you is that you've always been a hustler. You've always, uh, went against the odds and have overcame because even at times that I didn't, I hadn't heard from you for years, 
people would tell me, oh, he just dropped another album, you know, or he's coming out on this show. And you, I've always seen you climb and hustle. And that's one thing that I can say that I truly admire from you is that you have always been on the grind. And even through this pandemic, you've continued to grind. Mm-hmm. And and uh, that's why I'm thankful to have you here, because I believe you're a, a wonderful example of somebody that doesn't allow certain things to get in the way. You keep it pushing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, you know? man. So uh, with that being said, um, well, I was looking at you when you walked in. You had the the cross. You had the hoodie. You kind of <laughs> look like a Satanist, man. Yeah. So, like, oh, like Uncle Fester. I was here. Like, I saw myself on the screen. I was like, damn. <laughs> Speaking of Satanist, uh, let me ask you a serious question, Cedric. Do you believe in the devil? Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> so you do believe that the devil does exist and he has demons. Yeah, man. You know, sp- speaking of the devil, uh, going back to your childhood, what would you say was some of the movies that probably terrified you or scared the living hell out of you as a youngster? Man, for sure, it was The Exorcist. Yes. You know, yeah, I got to see it one time. After that, I was I was traumatized, bro. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, man. I don't want to see no scary movies after a while. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, you know, we've talked about that movie here for so long, and and uh, that is probably one of the number one movies that everyone mentions. Yeah. What, what, what do you think it was, you know, that, that uh, I guess that even now, you know, maybe because I think it came out in the early 70s. Yeah, it was mid- like in the like, like mid 70s, I yeah, believe. Yeah, you know, so, that people still talk about it. What, what do you think yeah. it was about that movie? I mean, from kind of what I know, it's, it was based on a true story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that made it even more like, damn, you know, yeah. like this could happen to anybody. Yeah. And, um, and you know, just the, the whole effects that they added, you know, the makeup, everything, yeah. the way, the way, uh, Linda Blair looked, like it was just crazy. If you look, and even like now, uh, if I see a poster of her, like it gives me the chills. Same thing. You know, like a poster, of the, you know, from yeah. the movie, uh, it gives me the chills. And now, why do you think that today, because, okay, once again, in my opinion, we haven't found any movies, at least, once again, in my humble opinion, to top that movie. Why do you yeah. think it is? I mean, today we have so much special effects. We have yeah. so much better directors. We have so much better writers. Uh, I mean, but yet that movie went as far as it went with special effects and yet nothing has been able to top that yeah i don't know man to be honest yeah i've 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 asked myself the same question too man like because i mean you know that was in the mid 70s and now we're in the in the in the in the 2021 2021 and you know and they obviously technology has advanced a hundred times you know from back then but i don't know i I'm, i'm just thinking it was just that era, you know, it was just something, there was just something creepy about it, maybe because it, yeah. w- it was, you know, a, a right. reality of it. And I think, I think, uh, just that, the, the mystery behind it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the truth behind it, yeah. I think what made it even more eerie. Yeah. You, you know, I remember as a kid, uh, cuando me portaba mal, when I used to misbehave, yeah. my mother used to always tell me, se te va a meter el diablo. Yeah. <laughs> the devil's gonna go inside of you. And they used to freak me the <laughs> hell out, man. Like, it literally used to freak me. And I used to be like, oh shoot, like, for reals? <laughs> and I used to try to behave, yeah. but I never felt the devil come in, so I continued misbehaving, yeah, yeah. you know. But, uh, other than that, uh, another movie that I would say freaked me out, as a kid was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, that one was crazy too, man. You know, it, it's hard to believe that they filmed that one and they would say cut, do it over again because it just seems so real. Yeah. 
you know, it just seems so real. Uh, um, do, do you remember watching that one as a youngster? Yeah, I do, man. Yeah, that was another one that had me traumatized. <laughs> yeah, that, that Even one. Even as, I, I, as older as a teen, I, I got to see it again. Yeah. <laughs> and it still traumatized me, man. Yeah, and, and I believe they said that it was a story about a guy named, either, either it was Ed Gain or Ed Gein, and uh, a guy that literally used to um, kill people uh pretty much fillet them and make a, a mask out yeah. of their skin and, and yeah, leather face huh? yeah. yeah and then they ended up making somewhat of a little remix remember the movie Silence of the Lamb yeah what uh what was it Buffalo Bill or something the, the guy that um, um the guy they used to take those girls skin off uh, on Silence of the Lamb Jodie Foster and but that yeah, was I can't remember the name of the character man. yeah that guy um he was supposed to be another some type of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh -huh. in a sense because he used to wear people's face and yeah. wigs and stuff like that. But you know, uh, I wonder what it is that possesses a person to do something like that. You know, yeah. obviously the I, devil. I think, uh, I think, yeah, you know, say bad entities and energy. You know, it yeah. goes goes in and takes over bodies, man. Yeah, you know, I believe in that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, let me ask you this weird question: You think you ever met anyone that was demon possessed? I'm sure I have at one point. <laughs> I, I think we all have. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I have at one point or another. I, I know I met a female that was demon possessed, but, <laughs> but um, you know that's for another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, happens, man. Now, now well, as a kid, did you ever experience anything paranormal that you can remember? Um, you know what? When I was uh, man, I can't remember. I want to say so maybe like. 11 years old, maybe 10 years old. We used to go to Mexico, obviously, all the time. You know, in Mexico, there's always some kind of, yes. there's madre with, 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 you know, with evil shit everywhere, you know? So we used to go to my aunt's house in, in this little town in the middle of nowhere in Nayarit. And, um, they lived maybe like two blocks from, a, from, uh, it's, it's like literally like nothing but like fields, right? So right. you go up the hill. It's the, it's, you know, the town and then you go, that's at the outskirts. So they live pretty much on the outskirts, but down like a couple blocks down, it was just all fields and it was just like an empty track, like, like an empty road, you know, like, and nobody would really go down there that much, but they called it El Callejón del Diablo, Damn. you know, Devil's Alley. Yeah. Cause they say a lot of shit used to go down there. It was a lot of history down there. So a lot of horse races. And so a lot of people died on there. People were shooting, you know, for gambling, right. shoot each other and all that stuff. So I remember my aunt used to tell me these stories and she was telling me, she goes, yeah, she goes, um, there's this dude that goes by here like every night at midnight mm -hmm. and you'll hear him. And, and, uh, so, so I would always trip on like why people, you know, like call at night early. Nobody wants to be out and about. Right. Supposedly this fool would come through on a horse with no head, like a headless oh, horseman. Wow. Man. And this fool would just, yeah, just, just, just cruise on this horse, just like casual, I suppose, you know? So I was like, I really didn't believe it, but at the same time, I was like, well, damn, man, we're in Mexico, so anything can happen here, you know, <laughs> anything's possible. And um, I remember one time, uh, I remember we were, well, we were crashed out, and over in the pads in Mexico, especially where my aunt was at, um, most of the houses are just like like a straight wall. They're all connected, you know, right. and so it's windows, door, windows, door, you know, and then and, and, and the sidewalk is just a little sidewalk. It's all connected, you right. know. So I remember we were sleeping, I was sleeping by the window, one night, and uh, I mean, I just got up out of nowhere, and I, and and I heard the I heard uh the horse, I heard horse like somebody on a horse passing by and oh, shit. Shoot. Yeah, so I looked out the window, like I was like at first I was like I, I didn't want to, but I, at the same time I was like really curious. I opened the window, and I just opened. It's one of those old school windows you pull back, you know. So I opened it up a little. I look out, 
And I see this fool walking, not walking, riding a horse, all in black. But I couldn't tell, I couldn't see his face. Oh, wow. I thought I was dreaming at first, you know, and I was, right. but I was like, I was wide awake, you know, so I was just like, nah, you know, so I was just tripping out. So this was riding on, on, on the, on the, on the middle of the street and he's all in black. And I remember he's wearing like an old school suit, like a general suit, like some, some type of shit like that, but all black. Yeah. And you couldn't really see his face. So I don't know if he had a head or what, but oh, they were wow. saying he's headless. So I don't know. I, I, all I saw was just like this, just cruising by on the horse. So there's a possibility that you might have seen him. Yeah. So <laughs> wow. wow. I told my aunt and my aunt goes, I told you. <laughs> so, you know, she was all tripping out. Wow. Yeah. You, you know, it, why is it that, and it almost seems like in every Mexican family, we have a story, que se nos apareció el diablo, that yeah. the devil appeared to us. Yeah. It, it, it's like in, in any part of Mexico, somehow we have a devil story, yeah. a demon story, or like Yorona story. Yeah. You know, and, and it's funny because I remember, uh, my mother would always tell me like devil stories, que se le, se le pareció el diablo a tu papá. The devil appeared to you. Yeah, father. I've heard stories like that from my uncles and shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then I heard this one story that my dad actually told me that according, now, this is a story and then I heard it from different uh, other like Mexican families, but it was almost, uh, like a little different, but almost the same. Yeah. That my dad supposedly went to a club and there was a guy there and he had a, a, a gray suit. Uh-huh. And, um, and the way he described him, he had his hair slicked back and he had a goatee and a cane. And his suit, his gray suit was very, very shiny. Uh-huh. And every girl there was checking him out. Like he was the best yeah. looking dude there. Era muy Catrin, like the Catrin yeah. from the Loteria, you know? And, um, that my dad said that he asked a girl to dance. And the way he was dancing goes, everybody was looking at him. And it was funny the way he said, era como si era John Travolta. Like, <laughs> like yeah, he was dancing. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that the girl was looking at him. Uh, they were dancing. They were all into each other. And supposedly she looked down at his feet. My dad said that he looked at her when she looked down at his feet, that he was dancing above the ground, like maybe six inches. Damn. He was floating dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she got so scared that she fainted. Okay. Yeah. And when he turned around, it's almost like, so they don't went that yeah. everybody noticed that he was dancing off the ground, off the ground. and people were fainting as he walked out. Damn. And my dad said, I was at the corner. I couldn't walk out because he was closer to the door than yeah, I yeah. was. But that was his experience. Uh, of, he believed that that was the devil. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I've always been a skeptic and I've always been one to ask questions like, well, what was his purpose of yeah. showing up and dancing? You know? Yeah. I don't know. But that was the story that my dad told me. And I heard that very same story from different people. Some people said that when they looked down, he had a goat's foot. Other people said he had a, a pig's foot. Yeah. But, it, but they all agreed that he was dancing off the ground, you know. Yeah, floating, six, yeah floating. And um, the next one was my brother. This is my oldest brother. He uh, was at a club and supposedly in TJ. Yeah. And he gets out. You know, when you walk out, they're selling the hot dogs like they do yeah, now here. Yeah, yeah hot dogs, tacos, or whatever. And he said that there he was buying a hot dog, uh, and uh, he turns around and he sees a guy in a gray suit. Uh-huh. And the first thing that he remembered was what my father had yeah. told him. And it's a guy in a gray suit, very shiny cane. He said the only thing that was shiny was the part that he was holding. And uh, hair slicked back, yeah. goatee and no everything. Goatee the whole day, so it was yeah. him. It was him again. Yeah. And, and, he was, and he was right by an alley. And according to him, he didn't speak to my brother, but my brother said, I can tell by the way he was looking at me that he was calling me. Yeah. He goes, and the more I was eating, the more I was looking towards him, he w- I felt that he was calling me, 
calling me. He goes, and then he walks backwards and disappears yeah. into the dark. Oh, so that was the story that my brother had told me about que se me pareció el diablo yeah, that yeah. Devil appeared to me. Now, I don't know if the devil has ever appeared to me. I don't know what he, what he looks like, but I'll tell you what. I don't want him to appear to me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of people say, I want to see things. Let me tell you something. People that have told me a lot of these stories have been traumatized and even to the point where their life has changed because yeah. they've seen some scary stuff. Yeah, fuck yeah. Man. You know, so uh, for, for an example, one guy uh, told me that he was uh, at home with his sister. Sister was on the phone. The sister came crying out of the room and said, somebody was telling me something over the phone, like something, I guess, real scary, scary story, yeah. and said, and I felt something go inside of my mouth. Damn. And I said, uh, like, did you ask her, like, yeah. what, what, what was it? She said, no. She said it felt like wind that went uh, inside of her mouth. Yeah. And um, I, I've heard people say that, uh, claim that they were demonically possessed, mm -hmm. say that they felt things go in their mouth. Yeah. You know, and supposedly when they were delivered or they performed an exorcism on mm -hmm. them, that it came out of their mouth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whether that's true or not, I don't know, but I believe them. There may, and I and I say there may be some truth because it has been said that when people die, that their spirit comes out of their mouth, their last breath, yeah, is their mouth is wide open. Yeah, you know. So there may be some truth to that. I don't know, but uh, I don't want to experience. Yeah, that, no, you know? I think I think it is true though, man. Yeah, because yeah, you know it's, it's the energy, man. Yes, you know what I'm saying. We're we're made of energy, so. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's got to it's got to come in and it's got to leave somehow. You yeah. Know? yeah. You, you know, uh, one of the first episodes that we had here was uh, me and my brother. We were talking about Ouija boards yeah. and talking about Ouija boards. We found out later on that Ouija boards weren't meant for us to communicate with them on the other side. It was meant for them to communicate with us. Oh, shit. Yeah. That, that, that was. I mean, it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. <laughs> And, and then we refer to the exorcist in the very beginning of the movie. She finds a, a Ouija board and she plays with it. Yeah. So we kind of put two and two together that that's possibly what she was in the movie dealing with yeah. that allowed yeah, the devil in. Cause I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, yeah, if you, if you call, it's like, it's like, like that thing when you, you, you call some shit out into the universe. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like you, there's certain energy that you call yeah. it. You know, it's like the energy you put out is the energy you get back. Yeah. So I think that's what it is sometimes, man. You know, you put out some evil energy, you're going to, you know, yeah. evil entities are going to be following you around and shit, yes. man. No, very, very true. Uh, I've shared things with people that I've seen and th this is part of the reason why uh, we created this platform so that we can share some of our freaky tales. Yeah. Uh, I've shared here in the past that, uh, I have met people and I've had seen dark shadows following them. You know, yeah. now I don't claim to have a gift because it doesn't happen all the time, yeah. but there has been moments where I, I have seen these dark, uh, shadows. Some people call them shadow people. Some people yeah. call them entities. Some people call them energy, whatever it may be, uh, following them. And, um, I, I see it. You know, yeah. it, 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 it could be for an example, like, you could be sitting right here and I could see something standing above you. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, what it is, it's more like a silhouette standing above you. Um, it, it, it feels, it feels in a sense like, um, a, a negative, uh, it doesn't feel good, yeah, you yeah. know? And, and I wonder what they're involved in. Then later on, when I speak to them, yeah. they start telling me they were practicing a certain religion. They were, uh, uh, a part of this one ritual. Yeah. And they start seeing, 
you know, yeah. experiencing all of these crazy things, you know. I'll share with you one story that, um, and you could interject at any time. Um, one guy told me that I won't mention the country because I don't want people to get offended. Yeah, yeah. He goes to this country and he drinks a certain drink and uh, they tell him that you're gonna go into a trance for a couple of hours and uh, you're gonna see your past. That's what he said, yeah. you're gonna see yourself as a kid and this will give you an opportunity to heal yourself, uh -huh. okay? You gotta talk to yourself and encourage yourself that what you yeah. did in the past, you know, um, it's okay, yeah. forgive yourself, move on. And he told me that right before, like, well, right when he drank it, uh -huh. he's just waiting now, meditating, and that the guy finally tells him, oh, by the way, you're gonna see demons. <laughs> That's what he said. Hey, and, yeah. he, and, and he told me. Well, he goes, I already drank this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already drank the Kool-Aid. You know, my thing is this, that he tells me. My thing is this. If I would have known that, he said, I would have never have done it. Uh, he said, because I was probably in a trance for like five hours. Shit. And he said, and that's all I saw. He said, that's Damn. all I saw. And the way he described them, dark shadows coming towards yeah, him. Yeah, yeah dark shadows, you know, uh, trying to scare him. And he, he remembered what that man told him. Yeah. Just don't look at him, don't pay attention, find yourself. Yeah. And he said he finally found himself and when he, the way he said it, he said, it's like I walked into my old house and I saw my mom and dad who are, de who yeah. are now deceased there. Damn. He said, and I began to break down. And what happened was, he said, instead of encouraging myself, uh, you know, as a boy, cause yeah. I saw myself playing with toys. I had a hard time gathering myself because I saw my mother. Parents, right? Yeah, so he started talking to him, and he yeah. started talking to himself. Quieres jugar? And he's and that his younger self wouldn't look at him, uh -huh. and he said he started saying, "You know what? It's okay. It's okay. You know, because as a young boy, and I'll never give up his yeah. name. Uh, he was molested. Oh shit! So he was trying to heal himself from yeah. the past, and he said, and during all of this time, that all of these evil spirits, you know." Don't listen yeah. to him. You know, he's not talking to you. Yeah. Was trying to discourage his younger self. Yeah, and yeah. When he came out of it, he said, that's exactly what I was dealing with when I was a kid. I, I couldn't tell nobody because something kept telling me, yeah. nobody's gonna believe you. You know, nobody's gonna be this, nobody's gonna be that. Yeah. But he said that for five hours, he said, it didn't feel like five hours. He said, but they told me I was out for five hours. Yeah. He said, it felt like I was there more, more about an hour. Yeah. He said, but, um, I did see evil spirits. And when he described them to me, it's to some of the stuff that I had seen. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I, and I'm, you know, I don't ever want to do that. You know, yeah, no, that's, this is wild, man. I've, you know, I've thought about shit like that. For real? <laughs> yeah. Like, so I, I, to me, I, I kind of thought about it as kind of like how uh, going back into time, mm -hmm. so to speak, you know? Mm hmm. Cause there, I mean, I believe in time traveling, you know, so I, yeah. I, I believe there's, but there's a certain way, you know, you right. can do it. I don't think it's like the whole time machine. Like the so, yeah. DeLorean. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly does. But I think, uh, that's probably, yeah, that's probably that's on some real shit where you go back in time like that and see some shit. But obviously, yeah, you're going to see some, some demons. Yeah. Cause yeah, they, you know what I'm saying? They don't want, yeah, they, you know, they, they, they don't want nothing good for you. Right, right. You know, you, 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 <laughs> you discourage you. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you, Cedric. I'm going to put you on the spot right here. If, you went back in time. Let's just say you took that trip. Uh -huh. You drank the Kool-Aid, okay? And you saw yourself. At what age would you want to see yourself? If you had a Man. choice. That's a good one. You're probably, I want to say, maybe 15, 16. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. And, and what would you say to yourself? Hey, act right, fool. Act <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, man. Get your shit right. You right, know, or something, right. man. You know? right. <laughs> I think that if I can go back, and, and I like, I would like the public to really think about it. those of you that are in the live chat, those of you that are home watching, or those of you that are going to watch later, or going to be listening to this on Spotify and all the other platforms. Ask yourself, at what age would you want to go back and talk to yourself in? You ask me. I would probably go back to maybe when I was 13, 12, 13 or 14 when I was in middle school. Yeah. Okay. And um, one thing that I have to admit to myself and I have to live with today is this, that I always lived I, I, with the idea of I wish I could have made my mother and my father proud. Yeah. And proud in a sense of going to school and being a good student. Yeah. You know. Because uh, my whole thing is that I was always messing up in school, yeah. always messing up in school, not graduating, ditching. I mean, ditching Same so here, man. <laughs> yeah, ditching so ditching much all the time. Dude. Yeah, yeah, I forgot where my homeroom was. <laughs> you know, I, I would sit in the hallways and I would be like, okay, I recognize that guy. Let's see where he's going. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I follow that for weeks. Yeah, that and then was you it. To the class, <laughs> that, that was it, man. And so that's what I would do. I, I guess I would like to see my parents at my graduations because I never graduated. I only yeah. graduated sixth grade. Never graduated ninth grade, yeah. never graduated twelfth grade. So and, and believe it or not, even to this day, knowing that my mother and my father are no longer here, those things kind of it, for lack of a better word, haunt me. Yeah. You know. So that's what I would do. So I asked him, you know, how did you feel when you saw yourself? And he said he felt more overwhelmed that he saw his mother and his father like in that trance yeah. alive. But he couldn't talk to them. He, he was only allowed to talk to himself. Yeah. And, and and I asked him, you know, how did they feel talking to yourself? And he said it, it was just really, really weird. But the more and more he goes, but he never, I never looked at me like he said, yeah. you know. Uh, um, le di consejos. I, I, I spoke to him and I encouraged him. And I go, how did they feel coming out? And he goes, I felt a whole lot better. He goes, I felt renewed. Yeah. You know, so I was like, wow. Dope, yeah, cause it was almost that like is, he went yeah. back in time. But he, here's the kicker. Okay, this is what he said. When I came back, when I came out of it, he said, I believe something came out with me. Oh, shit. He said, because now I see these things. Yeah. He goes, at my age right now, what I saw in that trance, I see now. Damn. He said, so I wonder, he said, because I asked him, and uh, the, the man said, no, 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 that's just your imagination. He goes, no, nah, man, I see these things yeah. in my apartment. You know, so would you want to take that chance and bring those things back with you? Hell no. <laughs> you know, yeah. So it, it, have it, to go back in another trance and bring those fools with you, you know, those, <laughs> and leave them over. Yeah, you guys wait here. I'll be right yeah. back. But um, yeah, you know what? Um, I, I'll tell you what, man. There was a lot of things that I experienced as a youngster, things that I've seen that are unexplainable, and I think that's why podcasts like these are are important because we get to share some of our freaky tales, some, yeah. some of the stuff. You know, we could talk about music, we could talk about movies all day long, but one thing, one common tie that that brings us all together is in different parts of the world, everybody has a story. Or something yeah. evil, something wicked, yeah. something this, something that. But, anyways, I know I'm talking a lot. I don't know. I don't no, know if you want to interject. So, <laughs> so if you can at any time. But um, other than that, man, um, 
Uh, you, have you experienced now as an adult or maybe even as a teenager, have you ever experienced anything that maybe possibly you couldn't explain? Oh, uh, man. man. I've been to so much shit I can't explain, bro. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like man, it's hard to pinpoint something, right. man, but I, I always I always felt though, man, like yeah, like like shit, you know, shit happens, you know. Right, and well. but I've always I've always been a, a strong believer in God. Like I'm right. not a religious person, you know. Right. But I know a higher power power exists. Right. And so I've always I've always felt like um I've I've encountered certain situations where God has taken me out of that situation, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I felt like, you know, like okay, I see what you're doing here, you know? Right, right. But you know what I'm saying? Um whether it has to do anything with the devil or evil, right. but most likely I mean anything has to do with evil, I'm guessing it's a devil. And I don't think that, you know, when the de- people say the devil, it's not, it's not, I don't think it's a dude and, and red, you know, <laughs> red cave with horns and all that the shit. The Loteria you know? guy. Yeah, the Loteria guy. I don't think that's the, 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 that's the devil and shit, man, but, <laughs> you know, but they had, I guess they had to put, you know, some kind of image. Right, you know? right. But yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, like there's, you know, matter of fact, let me, let me, let me tell you one little story that my mom told me about my uncle and one of my uncles, rest in peace. Um, he used to like, like to gamble a lot. Okay. Yeah, always big gambler. You know, it's like that was his shit, man. So every every weekend, him and his boys would get together. You know, at, at, at the house, my where my mom, that you know, lived, and you know, all the, they were all. This is like the younger years, obviously. You know, and they would play. You know, uh, baraja. You know, play the yeah. poker or whatever. So um, they were yeah. They said that, that all the time they'd be playing this shit, and that one time uh, that are you um, I guess they were kind of tipsy already. You know, they were drinking yeah. or whatever, and uh, somebody said. Hey, you know, like, corta la baraja, cut the, cut the deck. Right. And they were, oh, you know, like, they were kind of arguing about it and shit. And they like, nah, it's your turn. They were, they were kind of already drunk. So they were like, nah, you, 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 I cut it last year. It's your turn, whatever. And then all of a sudden that, uh, my mom says that out of, out of nowhere, like a big old fucking hairy ass hand what the hell? came out of nowhere into the table on it and said, he goes, yo la parto. And he, he just put like that, cut the, you know, I'll cut the, I'll cut the deck in half. Right. Cut the deck like that. And all, every, that everybody just took off, man. Everybody just turned white and, Everybody ran. <laughs> Holy shit. And they were all drunk. <laughs> and my mom, and then uh, I asked my uncle about it before he passed away and he vouched on that one. You know, cause I thought my mom was just, you know, like telling wow. me like for me not to get into gambling or some right, shit. Right, you know, right. I, I, never, I never really got into gambling, but she probably thought, you know, <laughs> so I thought it was just one of those little stories that's her trying to scare me. But right. it, I, I talked to my uncle one time and then my uncle was telling me, he goes, yeah, he goes, nah, that shit really happened. And then, I, and then he goes, but let me tell you why. He goes, because in those days, I used to read a black magic book. Oh, wow. So he was into that shit at that time. And he wow. says, after that, he said he, he fucking he never touched it, never opened the book again, threw it away. Or I don't know what he did with it, but he said, he goes, yeah, I never, I never fucked with that shit again, man. Right. Probably sold that at a yard sale with a swami. Yeah. Speaking about that, I remember one time going to the swami, you know, like, as a matter of fact, the rhodium, the rhodium, even during the week, still pops uh-huh. during the week so i remember going there and i like books uh um, in the the room next door i have probably about a thousand books and i probably read maybe about 70 percent of them and uh, i like to read but i was going through this book and there was this one book that looked all it was black it looked very worn out uh-huh. i turned the first page and it was the satanic bible of anton lavey and i was like oh, oh heck shit. no <laughs> You're like, Damn. Yeah, yeah and i was like no 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 so i put it down and the guy goes compralo un dollar you know a dollar and i was like nah this, <laughs> gonna, <laughs> this is gonna be gonna cost me more than a dollar yeah. bro i said so I, so i'm good i'm good you know and he goes no lay it low lay it low and i was like nah 
I'm not going to read it, bro. I'm not mm-hmm. going to read it because I do believe. Okay, I do believe. Like like you, I'm not a religious person, but I do believe in God. Yeah. Okay, and I do believe that a devil does exist. Yeah, and I do believe that there are some things we shouldn't tamper with. Yeah, we shouldn't open because we don't know what's going to come through. Yeah, exactly. I mean, imagine reading a book, and then you open it and it says, "Oh, read this." And then all of a sudden, you see a dark shadow. Yeah, like, wait, yeah, like, what you the know? fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you don't yeah, want to do yeah, that. Yeah, you don't want. Yeah, you don't want to get there, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to do that. But yeah, uh, <laughs> all that shit, like spells and all that, man. I believe in all that, man. That's why they say like spelling. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Spelling, you're like you could cast spells on people, man. Yeah. You got to be careful what you tell people or what you know, saying shit like that, man. So, very, yeah. very true. I remember I was in my young 20s and then somebody told me uh uh i could i could cast a spell on you and i was like uh, a female told me this and i go really she goes yeah and she goes i can cast spells yeah. and put them in food and when you eat it you know you're cursed yeah i've heard about shit like that man and i was like really and i mocked her and i said good make me a lemon meringue pie <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, sorry, let me get a cheesecake <laughs> <laughs> you know but but there are people especially like in new orleans that yeah. believe in voodoo yeah yeah and, no. and you can yourself a curse yeah yeah you know? no so yeah that's what i always say too man you got to be careful man you know yeah so don't trust any highness food <laughs> yeah don't you <laughs> that's what something my mom always tells you too see? So, <laughs> they be trying all kinds of food even people man <laughs> they go, hey you got to be careful with that shit exactly <laughs> exactly so here's what we're gonna do uh we're gonna go ahead and put the number up uh on the screen and uh if anybody wants to call in our boy uh will let us know when we have a caller and uh, you got a freaky tale, go ahead and call us and share with us um, what something you've been through. Maybe something that we've talked about, maybe something about the devil, the devil appeared to you, to your grandmother, to your father, maybe a Ouija board story, whatever, uh, uh, maybe a dark shadow. If you've experienced anything like that, give us a call, let us know about it. We'd love to hear from you. Or maybe you just got a question for Big Citric. Uh, um, he came dressed as a Satanist today. So, <laughs> yeah, no, you, so uh, caller. Okay, let's put our headphones on. Okay, caller, give us a moment. Let us turn up our volume. Okay, caller, are you there? Yo. Caller. Hello? Yes. Hi. What, yes, how you doing? Where are you calling from? Um, this is Candace. I'm calling from Bakersfield, California. Yes. How are you doing, Candace? What do you want to share with us? Um, well, uh, I have a story. Um, it's, um, one time I will back when I was probably, I think I was like 16, 17 at the time. Yes. Um, I, uh, used to live in Irving, California. I grew up there. That's where I was raised. Um, so one night it was around Halloween. It was me and a couple of friends. And we went out to the um, cornfields for like those mazes that they do for Halloween. Oh, yes. And um, when we were on our way back, we stopped by the Arvin Cemetery to be just to hang out. And we had some like family and friends that are buried there, you know. So um, we were there. And yeah, we were, we, uh, we were smoking a joint. <laughs> but, um, you know, we were just chilling. And, um, anyway, um, I was looking over by the willow tree and there was this guy that was standing there just staring at us. And I was telling my friends, I'm like, Hey, somebody else is here. And they're like, well, you're tripping, you know, nobody else is here. And I'm like, no, he's over there. And I'm like pointing at him and they're like, Candace, nobody's there. And I'm like, yes, 
he's right there. I'm like pointing at him. They're like, nobody's there. So then um, they just, they, they never seen him. And I started like freaking out because I'm like, oh my God, you know, like I'm the only one seeing him. Yes. And then I realized when they weren't seeing him that I can see through him. Oh, like, wow. He was there, but like I can see the bushes behind him and stuff, like through his body. Wow. And we left and it was just like really, I don't know, that was like a really freaky thing that happened to me wow well first of all you know uh, i want to thank you for uh sharing that uh anything on that Cedric? you want to add to that you want to say what do you think that was that she saw probably your spirit <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i mean you know some people call them shadow people some yeah. people call them entities yeah some people would say it's a demon some people say it's the devil yeah. we don't know but that's what makes this interesting and that's what makes these stories interesting because uh we listen to them we try to uh if you will, uh, how would you say share possibly something that might have happened to us? I've seen some of those things as well. Uh, they, they're almost like silhouettes, but you know you can see right yeah, through. Yeah, you can see right through. Yeah, yeah, and uh, some are small, some are about the size of. It's it, it's weird because whenever I've seen those things, for some reason, I always get the sense that it's a male, yeah, never a female, you know. Yeah. But I just thought that that was uh, very interesting what you just shared. So we want to thank you, Candace, for sh uh, sharing that with us. We greatly appreciate you calling. Thank you. Yeah, because uh, if it would be a female, man, you know, I would try to at least, you know, show some, We got another call. Some caller, or something. how you doing, caller? Where are you calling from? Livingston, California. Livingston, California. How you doing? Good, and yourself? Uh, we're doing really, really good on this Freaky Friday. So what do you want to share with us? So actually, I had talked to you once already, but I just want to share my uh, new experience I had. A um, couple weeks ago, I went to my aunt's house, and my niece was telling me that there was something in her room. Hmm. So before she even told me I had already felt it. I, I, I can feel, I can sense, I can uh, basically see things that there, you know, other people don't. Yes. And um, it, it, it was this, how, how can I tell, it was this feeling like heaviness. Yes. Heaviness, like, uh, uh, like, really bad so I was I, I told her you know what don't tell me anything I just let me do it myself so I started walking down her hallway yes and I sensed a lady in one of her rooms which didn't really give me a, a bad a bad vibration like a bad feeling yeah um, she could see me and I could see her that I, I know so when I got to her room, it was evil. Okay. I could feel it. It was dark. It was all over her room. Mm. Wow. And I, I kind of like, I couldn't even breathe. And she noticed that I couldn't breathe. And just by telling you right now, it, it, it makes me feel as I'm like literally in her room again. <clears throat> and um, 
she noticed that I that I was having a hard time breathing, and and she told me, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "No, I can't. I I can't breathe. I can't breathe." And um, all of a sudden, she had a gold necklace, de la Virgen de Guadalupe, yes. hanging, and it started moving side to side. She saw it. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever is in this room doesn't like it. She had a candle de la Virgen de Guadalupe también prendida. It was on. Yes. And it started as if, if as if it was turning off. Like when you blow a candle, you know, como se mira que it's coming, like it's, it's turning off. Okay. The candle was doing ex the exact same thing. Y se apagó. Mm. So I told her, you know, there's, there's something evil in here. Um, I sent, uh, I was telling her, I'm like, you know, I feel, um, suicide. I feel choking. And it's crazy because she told me that a few times she tried to commit suicide wow. by trying to hang herself. Wow. And I told her, really? And then she's like, yeah. She's like, how did you know? I'm like, I don't know. I just know. And I told her, and you know what? Whatever is in this room is making you do that. Yeah. What, yeah. The, whatever yeah. heaviness, whatever evilness is here is making you do that. So they had to leave all that a few, a few seconds after I told her. I dije, lo que tienes que hacer is that you have to turn a candle on and you have to give it light. Mm -hmm. You have to do a prayer and you have to give it light. Okay. Cuando yo le estaba diciendo eso, me rasguñó. Oh, wow. Something scratched me. On the side of my stomach, I had three scratches on my side. And I just felt it and it burned. I had a burning sensation. So cuando yo me levanté mi shirt, when I picked up my shirt, I had red, the three red scratches right there. Mm. And I kept talking to her. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, she would tell me, like, how do you know? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. When I got out of the room, I felt like throwing up. I felt like my head was hurting. And I walked back in because it, it, it was calling me. Like, it, it was telling me, come in here. I'm here. And I kept looking at that corner, and I I can I can see a black shadow. It was a black shadow. I I, I yes. couldn't. It was just a shadow. I couldn't make it up. I couldn't nothing. But lo que sí te puedo decir, it, it was the scariest feeling. And when I turned on the candle, and I was gonna give a light on the other side, otra vez. It scratched me again. Wow. And I told her, you know what? I, I, I can't help you with this, Lavia. You need to talk to a priest. You need to get agua bendita. You need to pray because whatever is in here, the energy is so strong. Lavia, it's so strong and evil that you're not going to be able to do it alone. Yeah, yeah. And that's what happened. It was, it was scary. So wow. I went back. I went back a few days ago. Mm -hmm. She told, and, and yo le dije, don't tell me nothing. I want to do it myself. I want to go in there. I want to feel. 
didn't feel the same. Y le, y le dije, did you, did, they, they took a priest. Okay. They had to take a priest to, to the actual room. The sensation was different. Yes. The way the room felt, it was different. It wasn't there no more. Mm. And I didn't feel it no more. Okay. And well, that's, that's what I wanted to, to share. That's what mm. happened to me. And, you know, I, I had a call you last time. My, my, my name is Yvonne. I had a call you last time. And I told you about other things that had happened to me. Yes. And um, I still see things. Yeah, I still see yeah. things. I still hear things. I, I sense things that other people don't. Yes. Well, you know, first of all, thank you for calling and sharing with us. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, let me give Cedric an opportunity. Cedric, anything you want to add to that or say? Or, I mean, that you know, some uh, entities or spirits or energy are really strong. They evolve over time. Yeah. They evolve over time, and they be and they and they get this power. Like before, I used to say, like, oh, I'm more scared of the living than the dead. That the 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 you know the energy the, the energy right. can't hurt you, but. When they evolve and they learn to, yeah, they could they could hurt you, man. Right, right. Yeah, that, right. No, that's, that's, that's just wild, especially man. Especially when they know, and especially when they know, because they know when you can see them. Yes. They yeah. know when you can sense them. Yeah. Y cuando ellos saben eso, you're more vulnerable to them because they, they already know that you that you can see that they're there. Yeah. So they try to communicate in whichever way, even if it's, hurting you or, or, or doing things to you or making you feel things like the headache or, or the vomiting because they're getting all that energy from you. Yes. yes. So thank you very much for calling and sharing. We greatly appreciate it. You're always welcome to call and share. Thank you. You have a good night. Thank you so much. You too. Have a okay. great night. Thank you. So we're going to take one more call before we take our five minute intermission break. So if you call, please let's try to keep it between two to three minutes tops. Two to three minutes tops. We'll take another call and then uh, we'll open it up and we'll continue to share uh, on these topics that we're talking about. Uh, until the caller, how are you? Hi, where are you calling from? Uh, if you can turn down your TV or your phone. Okay. Hello. Hello. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, sh share with us. Hello. Yes, we're here. I can hear the. Yeah, hear the TV. If you could turn on your TV. <laughs> if not, we're gonna have to let you go because we hear the echo. Yeah. 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 Sorry, it's my it's my thing. Sorry, it's messing up. Yeah, I was trying to tell my story. Yes. Let's keep it under two to three minutes, please. Okay. Okay. I, I wanted to say my story that it, it happened like two to three months ago. Yes. With uh, my sister. We had a big quinceanera. A big quinceanera in her house. And there was just people that I've never met before that just joined that party. Mm. And I saw these ladies, like, I did not know who they are. I think they were my other sister's friends. They came and it's like a like a bad feeling in your stomach wow. that that you have when you meet somebody. And the whole night I kept just looking at them. I don't know why. And it turns out that um my sister, since it was her house, she saw that underage girls were drinking, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you guys can't be drinking that beer." And she took it away from them. And then the lady that I kept looking all night, 
she ended up grabbing the beers and just taking to the table, opening them like she didn't go fuck. So next thing you know, later on that day, when the when cardio was over, it was like 3, like around 3, 3, 3.30, my sister woke up crying, and I was like, what's going on, what's going on? And my brother was like, I don't know what's going on. And she's like, my my, my knees burned, my knees burned. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, she's like, I can't. She kept crying, kept crying and crying and crying. And I was like, what's wrong? She's like, I don't know, my knees burned. So I kept, I kept, I kept trying to calm her down. The next thing you know, I called the ambulance. So I ended up taking her. And later on that day, they told me that they did all these checks on her. And they told me that um, she had nothing. Her bones were fine. Her fluids were fine, everything. And then I told my sister-in-law. My sister-in-law told me to tell my mother-in-law. I'm like, all right. So I went to go tell my mother-in-law. And she said that um, she figured out what's going on. She said that somebody ended up throwing this powder on her. Oh, wow. For, um, for uh, like, Santeria. Yes. Something with Santeria. This is powder on her. Like, when my sister wasn't looking, she was sitting down. And that, that, that um, they gave her a taste of, um, of, of hell. That's why her knees were burning. Wow. Yeah. A taste so my, of hell. Yeah, so my, so my mother, yeah, taste from hell. So my mother-in-law, she went, she went to go cleanse her. So what was going on. She said, it was that lady. That lady just threw something on you because how you treated yeah. her children because you, you didn't give them beer. Wow. 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 That, that, that is crazy. I've never heard that. Uh, wow. If you don't mind me asking, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Las Vegas. Las Vegas, okay. Cedric, you want to add something to that? Yeah. Energy don't lie. So no, well, they send us negative energy, we'll go the other way. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sense it. Like, if you sense it, you'll sense it in your stomach. Like, it's like yeah. somebody hits you. Yes. That's how, that's the feeling. But to me, it's crazy because, like, I, like my, my mother-in-law does that. She does that. She cleanses people and everything. Like, I, I don't believe in it. It's just like, um, I just respect it. Like yes. everybody respects their own, their own God. Yes. I respect it. I don't have like nothing, nothing towards her. But she has told me that she has a, a dead person that tells her everything. And he told her what that lady did to her. She made her knee in hell. That's why her legs, her knees were burning really bad. Wow. That's wild. Well, thank you for calling us and thank you for sharing that. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. So thank you. You go, you sure, go ahead and have sure. a good night. Thank you so much. I'm a really good, I'm a really great fan of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. You guys have a blessed day. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, we won't take no more calls until we come back. But we got about four minutes before we go to our five-minute break. But uh, for those of you that are still tuned in or barely tuning in, we'll take some more calls when we come back from our break. But, you know, let me say one thing, Cedric, is that one thing that I've learned from people that I have gathered information from people that have been maybe in areas or in rooms or around people they get certain feelings. They get headaches. Yeah. They get pressure on their chest. Some of them want to want to throw up. Some of them, uh, um, they get like a, a, a antsy feeling. Some people have said that they felt something almost like sit on their shoulders, like a heaviness. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot of the things that a lot of these callers said. I've already heard before. Uh, some people get a pain in their stomach. Some people get asco. Yeah. Some people want to throw up. And it's just a weird feeling, man. You it's know, it's that negative energy, man. Yeah, that's, that's pushing up against you, man. Yeah, man. you know. And I, I'll tell you what, you know what? I experienced something like that one time, um, and and it was one of those heaviness, but it was more on my chest. I felt like I couldn't breathe, and at the same time, yeah. I felt like I wanted to throw up. And uh, it was crazy, man. You know what? Um, uh, speaking of that, 
somebody told me a long time ago that they experienced certain things in a certain room of their house yeah. and they called the priest and uh, I'm not trying to put nobody down but that the priest went in that room got so scared and he said I can't help you damn <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. There's some 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 energies, man, that are like really, really strong. Right, man. right. You know, and then I, I, from what I know too, and and I have heard that what happens is that those energies, the re the reason why they become strong is because they got one, en different energies come together. Right, and they become strong, and they and that's how they start moving shit in the room. Yeah, because it's like three or four different entities in one energy. Right. You know. And they start moving shit, shit flying across. When you see shit like yeah. that, it's because it's like it's like a like like a couple energies together, right. a bad energy. I'll tell you what. What made me a believer that this, you know, well, before I tell you this, before we go to break, one thing that I will say isn't it funny that we had Bakersfield, we had Las Vegas, and uh, I forgot Highland Park. If I think that, but I that think was, so. Yeah, they've all experienced things, all, yeah. all of them, and and that's kind of what brings us together in a sense that. We've all seen things, shared things. So yeah. there is something on the other side, something yeah. paranormal, something that, uh, you know, that we can't explain. Yeah. And that's what makes this topic interesting because we've all somehow or another have experienced yeah. something crazy. Well, well the, the only explanation I have that I know is that there's different realms in the world. We, you know, in the world, this is not yeah. our own, the only realm, you know. So right. what happens is that a lot of these energies get stuck. And, and and you know and they're they can't cross over for whatever reasons right. you know they they have burdens that you know they want to take care of they 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 die without taking care of whatever they want to take care of right so they get stuck and then a lot of times uh a lot of times they don't even know they're dead yeah there's and, a lot of people you know what I'm saying? some people don't even know they're dead yeah that's crazy man you know? yeah there's people that believe that and and a great example of that was that movie ghost yeah you know uh Patrick Swayze yeah that was a good movie yeah man. he was yeah. you know and, and then it's funny because when some of those bad people died those silhouettes came from yeah, the ground and black, yeah those black I heard about those yeah those yeah. black silhouettes that come out man. so you know uh man I'll tell you what I, I love this topic but it, it's also very freaky yeah so that's why we call it well, freaky well, it's like, it's like uh, Harry Potter all yeah. those black entities when you see them flying around yeah. they, they say all that shit is real yeah yeah <laughs> so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna go ahead and take a five minute intermission break we're gonna come right back and we're gonna change the topic a little bit and we're gonna take calls uh, a lot more calls so if you guys want to call want to share your freaky tales only thing i ask is uh share where you're calling from you don't have to say your name if you want to remain anonymous that's fine but uh share where you're from and uh keep it between two to three minutes you know two to three minutes and um you know we welcome you to call so other than that we're going to go ahead and take our five minute break i want to thank cedric for hanging in there you can hang out with us for a couple of well, a couple of more minutes yeah, uh, yes <laughs> he's here so and i'm here so once again thank you uh Make sure you call somebody and let them know that Freaky Friday, Freaky Toast Podcast is live right now. We'll be back in five minutes. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody, to Full Moon, Freaky Friday, Freaky Tales Podcast. I stepped outside for a moment and I looked outside and the night is just as clear and it was a full moon. No wonder I've been acting weird. Things happen when it's a full moon. So we might see a Mano Peluda. Mano Peluda, yeah. So when we were into break, you shared with me a story and I said, I want you to share that when we go live. And you were sharing a story about a, a doctor that yeah. somebody had shared with you. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends, uh, shout out to Lady. She uh, she does, you know, like psychic work and, you know, mm -hmm. she's a, you know stuff like that, like spiritual guidance and stuff like that. 
And she's always, you know, she's always telling us all kinds of crazy shit, you know. And when, and recently, she was sharing a story with me and my son. She was telling us, uh, cause she landed in the hospital. She got real sick, you know. So yeah. she landed in the hospital. And, uh, she, I think it was through the ER or whatever, but she, she landed in there. And, um, she said she was, well, she was lay, uh, laying in there. I think she, she saw somebody that was sitting there or standing there in, in the room. And, uh, she started having a convo with them, but she, you know, just like chopping it up. And then, uh, and then the doctor was, she, that, that she had was having like, was going through some shit. I guess he was having a hard time dealing with some shit. He had just lost a patient. Right. Well, it turns out that that person she was talking to in the room the whole time was, was the doctor's patient that had passed away like a couple of weeks ago or a week ago or something like that. Wow. And basically as, um, she was talking, she said the conversation was, Basically, she was, uh, cause she was, she was just, you know, just like, just, she just thought it was maybe like one of the patients walking around. You know, when you, when, as a patient, you get to walk around after when, you know, they have you doing a little bit of exercise, or whatever. Right. That's what she thought. So she thought it was just a patient, but she didn't know that that person was deceased, but she was talking to that person, telling her, and telling her, yeah, I have a message. Can you get this message to the doctor? Tell him, don't be so hard on himself. Yeah, I, I wanted to go. I'm gonna, so, you know, I, I'm about to leave. I, you know, I want, I wanted to go out. Right. And, um, so when the doctor came back, they they were talking to him and she was telling him, hey, one of your patients was telling me that, that he had a jam that that don't be something about not being too hard on yourself that he had a, and she and the doctor's like, what do you mean? The, like one of my patients jam where? Yeah, one of your patients was right here and she said his name what he was wearing and the, the doctor just kind of like had a like a blank look like kind of like just like dropped a, like freaked out yeah like freaked out like what the you know she go and he goes uh. Um, that was just, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. It was one of my patients that just passed away on me. And I'm taking it real hard because I've never lost anybody. I've never lost a patient in my life. Wow. So, you know, and then, uh, so the doctor was just like chipping out and the doctor kind of was crying and like told her, Hey, thank you. You know, and right. cause he felt like a certain burden on him. Like, you know, like he, he didn't do enough. Like he yeah. felt like he could have did more to save that person's life. Right. Right. But. Apparently that person, that person was done with life already, wanted to bounce back, go back to her, to his spouse or whatever, you know? Right, right. Something that it was somewhere, somewhere on those lines that she said in the convo. You, you know, and I've heard stories like that where people have seen, uh, people that were, if you want to say the word dead, but have seen them and then would share them. Like, yeah, the man was just standing right there. He's, he told me about you and he, he wanted me to tell you something. And yeah, that's some crazy shit. Yeah, come to find out that person was already, was dead. already passed on. Yeah. I got a quick story that I would share. Well, but, but, but really quick, just to elaborate a little bit more on what you were saying. So, so, so this woman was talking to a patient yeah. and to give the doctor a message that he wanted to. Yeah. Pass on. He already wanted to, he was already done with life and he wanted, he wanted to roll out. So he didn't want to stick around no more. Wow. Now let me ask you this. Would you want to see some, some deceased? Man, I don't know, bro. <laughs> That's wild, man. You know, it is wild. wild. You know, I, I wouldn't know what to say. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I mean, you know, cause there's people out there that, how would you say that? I want to see something. I want to experience. It. Let me tell you something. You don't. Yeah, you know, if it happens, it happens. But you know what? Sometimes, yeah, it's better not to look for it. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't go looking for yeah. it. And um, so, uh, I remember there was this. She was a young girl, maybe a young teenager, but 
would always be laying in her backyard and she would always tell her father uh, there was a white man outside he was painting the, the house uh-huh. and the way she described him was an old old painter uh, you know the overalls bucket of paint and you know yeah. doing these numbers with the hat she would always describe him every time she would go out there and play every so often she would encounter this man uh-huh. and this man would hey you know make sure you tell your father you know this is this make sure you tell your father this is this so one day she said that her father was in the garage looking for something uh-huh. I guess whoever this person was heard it. Uh-huh. His his daughter went outside and played in the backyard, and he appeared again. And there he was painting again. And she uh-huh. she's talking to him and seeing him. Hi, how you doing? Yeah. This time, this time the father seen her, talked talking, to this person. Yeah, you know. And she he's like wondering like what the hell. So he leaves her. Oh, okay, I'll uh-huh. tell him. And she's looking up the whole time. Yeah, okay, I'll let him know. I'll show him. Yeah. And. She walk, walks inside the house and he says, Mia, who you were talking to? He goes, oh, the man. He told me he knows where that, where that's at, where you, what you're looking for. Oh, shit. <laughs> so he said this. I'll believe her if she shows me like that. Yeah, yeah. And took her right to the, he said, it's right there. Move some stuff out the way, move yeah. some other stuff. And it was right there. It was there. right there. Damn, it was dude. Right there. So, yeah. I mean, how do you explain those things? Man, I mean, I just, I just look at it like don't don't ever judge anybody. You see somebody talking to themselves. Right. They might be talking to having a conversation with somebody else, and then you don't even know, bro. <laughs> and you know what? I've always said that too. Like people that I've been with, when you see people walking down the street and they're arguing or yeah. talking, we don't know who they're yeah, talking yeah, to. Yeah, people say people just think they 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 judge them off as crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean. But they might be talking to actually somebody, man. You yeah. never know. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you're, you're another right. a spirit. Or you know, you never know. They might be talking to somebody, man. Yeah, you, you know, one thing. Uh, I can't say that I've seen somebody deceased and I had a conversation, yeah. but I will say that um, I've had dreams where I've seen people that I know have passed on, like yeah. friends, parents, family members. But I will say this, that every time I've dreamt of them, they've never talked to me. Yeah. Like they've never talked to me. They never had any words yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah, they just it, stand I, there. <laughs> yeah, I almost felt like, in a sense, like they weren't allowed to talk yeah. to me. It's almost like I can, I, I was allowed to see them, oh. but they're not allowed to speak to me for some reason. Yeah. Like I've seen my mother, I've seen my father, I've seen family members. Yeah. And, um, I, in, in my dream, I break down because, yeah. you know, my mother has passed on and my father has passed on and there's things you want to say to them. Yeah, exactly. And I'm yelling at them. I mean, I remember yelling at the top of my lungs, Ama! and, yeah. and she doesn't hear me. Damn. She just keeps walking through yeah. and I'm running after her, moving people out the way. And really, all I want to say is that I love you and I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, uh, to my mother and to my father, but it's like they can never hear me. Can't hear I had a, a close friend that, um, committed suicide and, um, uh, he jumped off of a bridge and drowned himself. Damn. And, um, I had a hard time with that one. Like I really, really had a hard time with that one. And, and, uh, there would be times that I would be sitting in my kitchen and either my son or someone would ask me, daddy, yeah. you okay? And I would start weeping and I would just say, you know what? Give me a moment. Give me a moment because I had this overwhelming feeling of like emotions going through me. Yeah. Cause I miss them. Yeah. And, um, I, I dream about them. And, um, uh, there's times where I walked out of my front door and I would see them in my front yard and I would be like, Hey, you know, and I would call yeah. out his name. I'll just say, for an example, his name could be Charlie. Okay. Yeah. And I'll just say, Charlie, Charlie. And he would just look at me, but he couldn't say anything Talk to about, me. Yeah. yeah. And then it was this one. There was somebody that appeared and he told me, you need to let him be. 
He said, he said, you need to let him be. He goes, he, he, I go, can he hear me? He can hear you. He said, but you need to let him be. He said, he needed to go in. He's in a better place now. Mm. He said, you can rest now. You can rest. He goes, and he doesn't want you to feel the way you feel. Yeah. But, and I would see him standing right there, but he couldn't talk, but he was just yeah. looking at me. And, and I'm thinking, man, I want to say so much. Yeah, but, yeah. So that's why they always say, um, yeah, you know, rest in peace because you yes. know you want them to rest in peace. And yes. say, you know, but a lot of times, you know, our grief keeps calling them back. And right. Shit, though. Right. You know, there's times that, you know, we do know that a, a lot of the people that we knew are in a better place. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I, I always think to myself, you know what? I, I know we're going to miss them here and I know we're going to, uh, mourn and, you know, uh, you know, we're going to probably go on years before we can kind of forgive ourselves for maybe not saying things that we should have said yeah. to them, or maybe we said things to them that we didn't mean, Yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. but when they're in a better place, I do believe that, you know, I always think, what would they, what would they think of us? Like, yeah. move on, you're forgiven, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I don't hold that against you or whatever. And there are people that live with that, that grief that, that uh, uh, maybe they feel unforgiven, Yeah. you know, and, and it, it sucks. You yeah, know, it's it like a guilty, like a, yeah. you know, something, some kind of guilt they feel, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I've known two brothers that were at each other's necks, literally two brothers yeah. that used to, used to slang dope. And it got to the point where it became a competition. Yeah. And um, it, it became a point where they couldn't stand each other. And it got to the point where they began to shoot at each other. <laughs> okay? Because of the greed of yeah, money. money. Well, yeah. one of them ended up getting killed. Okay. Before he got killed, his brother pretty much like gave him some harsh yeah. words. Like, I wish this on you. I wish this on you. You're going to get yours and blah, blah, blah. All because of money. Well, that brother ended up getting killed. And yeah. even to this day now, that guy still lives with what he said. Yeah. So, and, and it's, it sucks, but that's reality. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where you got to watch what you say. And yeah. because once again, going back to spells. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is that you got, you, you create that bad energy. Yeah. And bad shit will happen. Man. You, you know, like like curse words, okay? Yeah. Like think about that word curse. When when we cuss somebody out, we're really yeah. cursing. cursing we're, yeah. yeah, we're really cursing them. Yeah, so that's, that's that's some real shit, man. Yeah, it's real. It's real, yeah. man. So uh with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and uh throw the number back on the screen and we're gonna take some more calls and uh we wanna hear some more freaky tales. Yeah. Anything pertaining to uh what we're talking about. Maybe we talked about the devil. We talked about the deceased. Anything you want to share it doesn't have to be necessarily on this topic. But if you want to call and just share, keep it between two to three minutes. Or maybe you may just have a question for Big Cedric. Maybe even some Pornhub stu uh, stories, you know, because yes. this is freaky. Yeah, exactly. You know? so, exactly. Yeah. Okay, caller. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let us get ready, caller. Caller, where are you coming? Hey, caller from? Up, yes. What up? What up? St. Louis. St. Louis. Yes, St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, yes. How you yeah. doing out there? I'm all right, man. So, hey, I'm going to tell you guys a quick story about my uh, my granddad. My mom was the one who told me the story. He told me, my well, let me just tell you. My granddad, he was a drinker. He liked to drink a lot of tequila, you know? And he's from Zacatecas. Hey, one day he had to go when I was partying. He was walking back home, and he was really drunk. He took a shortcut. Went through a cemetery, and um, as he was walking, there was this lady. She had long black hair and a nice, beautiful body. And she was crying, and he was trying to get her, her attention. He's like, "Hey, hey, 
St. Louis. Uh, what, what, what time is it over there? I think you guys are like two hours ahead of us. Yeah, yeah it's 9 o'clock over here. Well, 9.30 now. Okay. Well, thank you, man. Thank you for calling and sharing that. You know, it's funny that you shared it because I've heard stories of, you know, horse faces or horse yeah. heads. I've heard, I've heard that before too, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty wild, That's man. wild. So thank you, brother, for calling us, man. You have a blessed night, man. You too, Mike. Okay. Well, we're going to go ahead and take another call. Take another call. Let's keep it in the two to three minutes. But as far as that horse head thing's concerned, people have told me that they've okay. Caller, we'll get back to that horse head. Yeah. So, <laughs> caller, where are you calling from? Hey, what's up, Tony? How you Take doing? Yo, uh, what up? All right. Uh, I'm call I'm calling from Bakersfield, man. Okay. Nice. I'm uh. So uh, the story I want to share is when I was a junior in high school in the early 2000s. <clears throat> so uh, I came home from school like a normal day, you know, getting into bullshit. You know how it is when you're in high school. Yeah. I got home uh, banging on the door because usually someone was home. <clears throat> this day I happened to forget my key to the house. So the only way I was able to get in the house was through hopping the backyard fence then having to go through the bathroom window. And uh, I get into the house, you know, I was mad as hell right. because I hear somebody in the house. I yell like, what the hell? Why don't you answer? Why don't you answer the door? You heard me knocking. You know, like I'm putting my things that I have with me on the table, not realizing no one's home. <clears throat> about 15 feet away, I seen who I thought was my nephew. You know, at the time he was about eight years old. Yes. Running through the kitchen into the other living room laughing. I said his name. I was like, Jose. And, uh, you know, he ran behind the couch um, where nobody could see. I went to the side where I, where I thought I'd seen him run to, and there was nobody there. You know, that shit scared the shit out of me, just caught me by suspense. You know, I, I clearly seen this kid run behind the couch, clear as day. This was, you know, a live person. Didn't look like a ghost, you know. Wow. It, it, the, the little kid, I thought it was my nephew. Yeah. Two hours later... When I get home, um, I mean, uh, when my sister got home from work, I told her what happened. She told me with, uh, you know, with tears in her eyes, she had a similar experience when she was sleeping and woke up. You know, you know how you like still have to sleep, but you're awake. Yeah. Um, she thought her son was at the edge of the bed. Um, you know, it was already like daybreak, probably like five, six in the morning. Um, she said she threw a pillow at him and said, go back to bed. When she threw the pillow at him, she realized after a split second, the pillow went through him oh. and she got a quit and saw that nobody was there now this house that we lived in you know, this this place was haunted man by a young boy and uh, even by an old lady the old lady story you know I can call back another time and share those experiences with you guys but you know it was good it was good uh, to share my story with you guys and uh, guys, keep doing your thing Tony A yeah, yeah thank you a damn good job 
Thank you, brother. You know what? You can call back at any time, man, and share whatever you want. Uh, we try to keep this call two to three minutes to give everybody an opportunity. But uh, just really quick, let me share this with you. You said something about a little boy. Uh, I seen something similar to that, and I'll tell you what it reminded me of, of that movie Insidious. Uh, when the woman goes outside, she plays a record, she goes, takes out the trash, the music changes. She, oh, looks, yeah. she looks through the window, she sees a little boy dancing. You know, at least from what it looks like a little boy. And I've seen similar things to that and uh that stuff is real yeah, it is i have the chills man <laughs> yeah yeah and this little boy was, i mean i honestly you know i thought it was my nephew because you know i'm putting my stuff down getting home from school mad as hell because i had a concert yeah so n- now let me ask you one last question before we let you go um have you seen this little boy lately no i haven't i haven't lived in that house in like 15 years no? okay okay cool because sometimes some people think that it's in the house and then there's people that believe that these things follow you regardless of what yeah. house yeah. so that's why I'm asking so alright brother yeah, sure. so thank you man thank you and call back anytime man so so you gotta right, Tony. you guys have a good one yeah. yeah, you too, bro. So you always gotta carry that sage. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up, man. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll take another call whenever you're ready, and uh, l- let me just touch a little bit on the horsehead. Yeah, I have many people that have told me that that they've had that experience, or they've heard stories, or family members that even looked in the mirror and saw a horsehead on them. Damn. As weird as that may sound, so. But you've also said you've heard yeah, that story. I've, I've uh, heard a couple of stories of that, and I, I've known one of them that was a homie of mine that, that experienced that in Mexico. The same thing. He was following this chick. She looked banging as fuck. And he's following, following, trying to, like, trying to get her attention. Like, what's up, what's up, you know, what's up? And she's not p- responding. And she keeps walking, walking. And then finally, he got her, got her to turn around, turn around. And there's a fucking horse head. Yeah, you know what? With a banging ass body and shit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, the devil knows what he's doing. With yeah, the, exactly. With a banging body. Yeah. He, knows, he knows to re- reel us in, yeah. you know, and then to top it off, it's a horse head. I mean, yeah. you, you got catfished. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. <laughs> That's the highest the highest way, a form of catfish right there. By the devil. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, do we got any calls? Okay. Uh, let's wait a couple of more seconds and let's see if we get another caller. Uh, you want to call on this full moon, Freaky Friday, Freaky Tales. And uh, we got Big Cedric in the house on the seance table. Yeah. And, uh, you know, well, speaking of seances, would you ever attend one if you were asked, if you were asked, like, why don't you come to a seance and let's try to, well, we'll get back to that. Yeah. <laughs> caller, are you there? Yes, yeah, me. I'm here. Yes. Where are you calling from? Yeah, I'm calling from uh, Yuba, Arizona, Yuma County. Yes. How you doing? Right here in Arizona. Yeah, I just want to say you're doing a good show. No, I just want to know uh, if, that, if that ever happened to you guys, you or, or your homeboy right there. Uh, what you were talking about earlier, where you take the psychedelic and you start tripping and you see like demons and shit. Like, oh, I just want to know, like, where, where you guys coming from? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch your question. Can you repeat that, please? <clears throat> yeah, I just wanted to get back on what you were talking about earlier, about, like, when you take, like, psychedelics and you start seeing demons and stuff, like, you know, like, like oh, oh, yes, and stuff like that. Oh, like, that's went on that trance. Uh, yes. Like, oh, all right, it's like a trance. Yes. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, have, has that ever happened to you, Tony, or you guess? 
No, uh, that's never. Uh, look, uh, I'll be first of all. I'll be real with you. Some people believe that if you take like LSD, if you take acid, if you take, yeah, you can see shit. You, you, it, they, they believe it's a portal to like yeah. the, another uh, realm or another dimension, if yeah. you will. Some people believe that. I've never experienced that. I've, I've never took any of those kind of drugs. I don't even smoke weed. <laughs> you know, the only thing I do is do drink. But I will say this: that I've seen things in the natural, like awake, yeah. and seen things, and I've seen things uh, in my dreams. What people would say, like. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of that where you're in between your sleep or awake and I can get up and walk around it, yeah. but no, I'm asleep. Yeah. You know, and I've seen things like oh, that. You, you mean like sleep sleepwalking kind of? Yes. Yes. And, um, yeah, because there was this movie about like what you were talking about. It reminds me of this movie from the early 80s. It's called Altered States. Okay. I don't know if you've ever seen yeah, that. Yeah, I've heard about it. Check it out. It's pretty good. It's about this guy like, like trying to get into like his own state of dimension with like like hallucinogens and stuff is pretty, pretty good. Okay, I'm gonna have to check it out. You said it's called Altered Space. No, yeah, altered, altered state, states, like like state of mind, altered state of mind, altered like, state, but yeah. altered state. Okay, Cedric, yeah. you ever experienced any of that stuff? Uh, you know what? That like, being on like like on some kind of psychedelic drug, yeah. Nah, man. I mean, I've, I've, I've done some acid in my time back in the days, bro. And, uh, I've seen some shit, but nothing, uh, nothing, uh, well, like seen demons, with demons and all that, man. I think that only really happens, man, yeah, when you're going through some I, shit. I find that interesting because right now, like, a lot of people, like, uh, like, uh, like bodybuilders and stuff, like, all these, like, new, new waves that are doing all these new drugs these days, they're all, like, on these hallucinogenic trips, you know? And they, they were talking about how I asked her, like, are you, you have to have like like do it with like some Indian spiritual guys to like take care of you, you know, so you won't go on a trip. You yeah, know? I, you're gonna be I've on a trip for like that. five hours, like you guys said. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and I didn't want to mention all the details yeah. of, of of my boys because I don't want because he pretty much just said if you're gonna share that story, I don't want my name, I don't yeah. want where I was at or whatever. So I was trying to keep it kind of like shallow and not share yeah. too deep. But uh, yeah, man, you know. But I've never experienced anything like that, and I'll be honest with you, I don't want to. Yeah, you know. But, but it is. Yeah, but it is true. Lie, the only thing I've, I've tripped on here, I see like like shadows and stuff around my house. To this day, I used to live in Carson, and I would like be smoking bud, and I would see that my dad or my dog's shadow in the hallway. And to this day, like I see like shadows, like like I don't know where it goes from, but I'd be it is a trip. Yeah, you know, for the. I mean, I think positive, you know, so I'm a positive type of fellow, you know? Yeah, yeah. I just into my music or whatever, like write lyrics and stuff, but like, you know, like I'm not into the dark side. That's why like everybody's, that's how I can get, um, how I can say, that's how I can get by day, day, day to day. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, man. Thank you. Thank you for your call, man. We greatly appreciate it, man. You have a blessed night out there in Yuma, Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Tony, you're the best, man. Keep keep up the good work. Hey, thank you, thank you. Pre greatly appreciate it. Humble brother. So, uh, yeah, my name is Eddie, man. Uh, hopefully, we'll switch out again someday when you have I'm more guests, you know, or whatever. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, we're gonna go ahead and hold off on the calls for a couple of minutes, and um, we're gonna continue talking about um, a seance. Yeah. Okay. If somebody were to ask you to join a seance, Cedric. And to say, uh, let us try to reach maybe a, a loved one that has passed. Would you want to? Nah. Yeah. And I have been, I have asked. I mean, really? I have been asked. Yeah. 
But I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I, you know, I, I wouldn't want to do that, man. I know, me neither. Like, it, I don't it, know. It, it, look, a, a lot of people don't know this, okay? That I had an older brother uh, that passed away when he was one years old, uh, and he passed away in Mexico. I don't really like to talk about it because I've never met him, uh, but to know that I have a brother in heaven waiting for me, and one day I will see him, yeah. you know, and uh, him passing really changed the course of my mother and my father's life uh, because being told that when he passed before that my father never drank my mom said after that it was just straight tequila after that because uh it costed a quarter to get a sh for, for to him to get a shot yeah and uh so that he could be well but they were so poor they didn't even have it and uh my mom shared, has shared with me the story that she he had died in her arms and uh, she ran after the bus she got on the bus and at that this bus driver actually cut different streets uh -huh. just to take her to the hospital oh, wow. you know and but he had ended up passing away yeah changed her life as well too well, yeah man. and and um you know um so years ago i shared that story with a certain individual and when i say years ago i was maybe in my early 20s uh -huh. and this one guy said something that really freaked me out and i'll be honest too i think it kind of pissed me off that he even asked me yeah but because he didn't know where my heart was, but he said, I told, I shared with him the story that I just told you. Yeah. And he says, you want to talk to him? <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah, yeah. And I said, no. And I said, no. Yeah. And he said, I could take you somewhere where you could talk to him. You know? <laughs> and I said, no, I don't, I don't want to talk to him. And he was like, okay, well, if you ever want to meet your brother, let me know. First of all, to me, just me, okay? Yeah. I thought that that's on the evil. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't want nothing to do with that. You know, if he's passed on, he's in a better place. Yeah. He's one years old. I don't have nothing to say. I'll wait till I get there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, but yeah, I've had people that have uh, asked me, you know, you, we could talk to the dead. I ta I've talked to my mother. I've talked to my brother. I've talked yeah. to this. Uh, I've looked a little bit into it, uh, meaning like whatever it's on the lap yeah. and we look at stuff like that I found out because I love magic and yeah. I found out that Harry Houdini was a big big fan of uh, contacting his mother uh, through seances oh, shit. you know because he knew so much magic he was a great escape artist but he yeah. thought somehow he can cross to the other side and and he loved his mother so much I got to contact my mother yeah. you know and uh, he, uh, from what I heard he spent the rest of his days trying to contact his mother <laughs> you know and um, you know there's stories are even in the Bible where some people try to contact their loved ones yeah. you know and God had told them to pretty much leave them alone leave it alone yeah leave it alone, leave it alone. yeah that's right I wouldn't I wouldn't even want to start with that you know get, get into that because at the end of the day, uh, let them rest in peace, man. Let yeah. them rest, you know, and, and, uh, when your time comes, yeah, you, you'll, you'll, you'll get to see them. Yeah. You'll get to see them and then you can ask all the questions you want. Right there, yeah. You know? Yeah. You're, you're right. Or uh, we may know all things where we, we may not even need to ask. You know? Yeah. Exactly. You know, uh, cr crazy dream that I want to share because I dream a lot and everybody that knows me knows because I'm very vocal about my dreams. I dream a high definition pretty much every night. Yeah. You know, there's times that I can taste food, I can smell, yeah. you know, there's times that I can fly, okay? Yeah. But I dream pretty much every night, it, even if it's a short dream. But I dreamt that um, one of my friends that committed suicide, I had many friends that committed suicide. I, I would probably say, Citric, that I've had more friends commit suicide than than gang violence, Yeah, you know? And um, I remember going to this friend's funeral and the way 
what I saw at his funeral is exactly what I saw in my dream. But this time there was a man standing right there by his, uh, the casket, I guess. Yeah. And they had it open. Everybody was weeping. Everybody was leaving. But I stood right there looking at my friend. And this man, uh, tall black man, you, you, you know what he kind of reminded me of? Remember that, that guy, Candyman? Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, um, the, the movie. Yeah, from the movie, yeah. yeah. He was standing there and he had his hand on the casket. It was open and I could see my friend. And uh, he told me like this. Your friend has been dead for quite a few days now. And I said, yeah. I didn't know who this guy was yeah, in yeah. my dream. He goes, um, if you want, I could bring him back. Damn. That's what he told me. Yeah, yeah. And it startled me that he said that. And he said, do you want me to bring him back? He said, he'll sit up right now. Damn. Now, in my dream, it startles me because can you imagine seeing your friend that has passed all yeah. of a sudden get up? Yeah. That'd be some crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just said, no, no. And he said, are you sure? And I said, yeah, I'm sure. Here's the weird part. I turn around and I walk away. I'm walking maybe about a half a block. I turn around and he's following me. Damn. <laughs> you know, I've had some and, freaking and freaking this is in your dreams, right? In my dreams, in my dreams. Dude, but you know what they say, though, man? When you say when you're dreaming, you're actually awake. I know. <laughs> now we're talking about the Matrix. So, so. so that's some whole crazy shit they're doing. I know, I know. I'm a weird guy. So it's, it's reality, though, man. I know. It's real shit, man. I know. You know, and sometimes I don't like sharing these things because uh, I can share them on this platform, but not on my other platform. Yeah. Because this that's why it's called Freaky, yeah, freaky yeah. Tales, you know. I want to freak people out with the yeah. things that I've seen, but it's the truth. It's the truth. That's what I've gone through. But uh, but with yeah, that being no, said, wild, yeah. Um, with that being said, let's put the number back up and let's uh, go ahead and take some more calls. And Citric, I want you to lead us when we get these calls. <laughs> yes, lead us into temptation. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, let us know when we have a call. So go ahead and call and show share with us your freaky tales on this full moon freaky Friday freaky tales podcast. So, we'll wait for a caller. Until then, I'm having a good time. Are you having a good time? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, W. Yes. After always, this. Always a good time right here. After this, we'll take some tequila shots and maybe we'll see something. <laughs> I know. You know, just no horse heads. No horse heads. Yeah, I know, man. So, callers, let us know uh, some of your freaky stories, some of your freaky tales. Um <laughs> Why don't you show him your demonic face? <laughs> there you go. He's, he's possessed. What camera's on? This one's on. <laughs> the, the middle one. The, caller, caller. Go ahead, Cedric. Hey, caller. What's up? Welcome to Freaky Tales with Tony A, the wizard, and yep. Big Cedric. <laughs> hey, buenas noches. How you guys doing? Good, good, man. How you doing, bro? What What you got going? Where, where you calling from? Well, thank you. I'm calling from East LA. This is Richard. Yeah, he's lost in the house. Right? <laughs> yeah. What's going on with you, man? Right, what you so got? I'm what calling you, you guys because I, I wanted to I wanted to share a, a freaky tale that yes. um was passed down from from my family. Uh, my mom told me this story when I was younger, and at first I didn't believe her, but the story goes um it was her great grandma. So when I guess my great great grandma passed away. We're from Central America. We're from Guatemala. So you know in Latin America there's always, you know, crazier stuff happening than than it is here. Yep. So apparently she, she had passed away 
and do the morning for you know the whole the whole day the whole night um that's like traditional latin usually and um she was passed away and i guess in the middle of the night uh everybody was you know drinking coffee watching the body and she rose she rose up and everybody ran out because they got scared um and the only one that went up to her at the time was was the, the priest and the priest went and, and spoke to her and my great great grandma told the priest that I guess she saw that God wasn't allowing her to rest easy because of the way that she treated my great great my great grandma which is her, her daughter and uh, the priest went and spoke to my, to the daughter and told her to go to go um like Perdonara, you know yes she didn't want to because obviously she she was already dead and she was scared but they convinced her and she said that she did Perdonara, like Perdonara, and she was able to rest and right after she said that she fell back and you know I didn't believe this story when my mom was telling me when I saw my grandma and I asked her about it, she told me, yeah, my mother told me that story. That's true. That happened like way, way back in the day. And it's crazy because we hear about these things and, you know, you, you don't believe it until it actually happens to you, to your family members. But things like that exist, man. <laughs> yes. Yes, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you for sharing that. You know, yeah. um, I wish I could elaborate a little bit on it, but Cedric, anything you want to share on that story? Uh, no, I mean, shoot, man. Like I said, you know, those things happen. You know, yeah. It's real shit, man. So, you know, many times when we don't say nothing, it's because we're still in the wow moment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because every story yeah. that, that yeah. we hear, like it, it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like it's, it's, it's like uh, one of those things where it's like, you don't believe it, but you believe it because you know what I'm saying. Because they, 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 you know people that it's happened to, yes. or it's happened to you, you know. And it's one of those things. that's like, man, yeah. it's, so it just kind of leaves you still like. And I get chills too when I hear a lot of these stories, man. Yes, yes. yeah, man. Because I could just, you yeah, know, I, I can I imagine. Do too. A, yeah. yeah, me too. And on, on a quick note too, um, I know I don't have a lot of time, but also when I was growing up, I don't know if you guys ever heard about, um, that Mexican radio show. It, it's been on for years and. It's called La Mano Peluda. Yes. And one of the, one of the guys that does, it's, it's some, someone like this, like a freaky tale type of thing. And, um, I grew up hearing that. And, and, you know, people call and they tell their experiences. And when you hear about that Latin thing, it's crazy. The experiences, what they see with the duendes, with the witches, with the witchcraft and all these things. And, um, the guy that actually passed away, um, Juan Ramon, it's like for people that like these type of things, he was really knowledge, like really, really, knowledgeable and things like that and I know Tony I know you like that type of thing you should I don't know if you know about that story but about that show yes I do into it and look into his his life because he was really knowledgeable making things like this yeah most definitely man th th thank you for that and I will look into it I, I was very very familiar with that show uh, uh, once again I wish there would have been more you know of Mano Peludas out there we have more it seems like we have more it's in English enough. I can't hear you sorry hello Hello? Hello? Caller, are you there? Okay, I guess somehow we lost contact. Okay. Sorry about that. And if you're listening, uh, for some reason, we lost communication. So uh, hopefully you can call back on, an, on another episode. But thank you for sharing that. From East LA, 
Uh, I know for some reason he couldn't hear us for some reason. I don't yeah. know what that was. Maybe it was a freaky connection. It was a, it was a freaky connection, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, we're going to go ahead and take another call. Uh, do we have another call? Not yet? Okay. But you know what? It's when we hear, when I hear stories like this, man, it's, I'm still on that wow moment. And sometimes when they want us to elaborate or share certain things, it's kind of hard because I'm still soaking it in. Yeah, exactly. You know, but, yeah. um, but, and it always happens in, uh, it's weird because it always happens in Latin, Spanish speaking countries, yes. Latin America, you know? Yeah, it's very, it's very like, true. Well, you, you think maybe because, uh, our peoples are just more, there's more belief or just, it's, or just maybe because it's, it's, you know, the old countries or, it could be a lot of reasons. A lot. One person told me is because not only you know um, Latin America, you know whether you're Guatemalan, Salvadorian, Mexican, Honduran, or whatever, because we're a people of faith, yeah. you know. And this is what people have told me: when you have your faith in God, the devil will attack that to try to derail your faith yeah. from God. So he throws these things at you. Yeah. Whether that's true or not, it seems to be true because it almost seems like everywhere, uh, wh wherever you're from in Latin America, it almost seems like we all have a lot of the same similar yeah. stories. Yeah, no real talk, man. You know, and, and what's that? Caller. Go ahead, Cedric. Hey, Caller, welcome to the Freaky Tales podcast with Tony A and Big Cedric. Where are you calling from? Is the connection on? Hello, caller. I guess we lost caller. <laughs> That's another freaky tale. Yeah. There's but, something, yeah, there's something crazy going on here, don't you? Yeah. There's yeah, <laughs> a bad connection. I think the devil's cock blocking. Yeah. So, the line. So, well, wait. Hello? We have a caller? No? Okay. Okay, well... Uh, other than that, let's continue. But like what we were talking about, it, there are many people that have many, many similar stories. Um, for an example, I've had people here. We got a caller. Yeah. Go ahead, Cedric. Caller, caller, where are you calling from? Welcome to Freaky Tales Podcast. The calls ain't going through. Yeah, somehow. For some reason. Uh, if you guys are, are home listening to this, for some reason... We just lost connection and we don't know why. Hello? Nothing going through. You, you know what? Uh, check the Bluetooth connection. Is it still on? Yeah. Okay. I can hear the phone beep. Yeah, we can hear the phone beep, but we don't hear no caller. We'll try it one more time. And if not, uh, I don't want to bore the people with missed calls. So we'll try to get one more call in and hopefully we can hear. Just give us an, a chance because sometimes it can be a bad connection. If you're saying hello, just give us a moment and we'll pick up your phone call. We got a couple of more hello, minutes. Hello. Yes. There you go. Hey, where are you calling from? Okay. Uh, this is Alonzo calling from San Diego. What up, fellas? Yeah. How you doing, Alonzo? San Diego in the house. San Diego. Okay. <laughs> uh, just wanted to, if it's cool to hear your guys' opinions, I see you guys got a picture of a Sasquatch or Bigfoot or the Yeti, como se llamen. I want to hear you guys' opinion. Do you guys think it was a government hoax, a, a human hoax, a joke? Is it real? Uh, why isn't that big, tall motherfucker never seen with nobody else? Like, I uh, just want to hear your guys' opinions on that. Okay, Cedric, you, you go first, and then, but, hey, Alonso, and hold on, hold on, uh, but I want you to listen to what Cedric has to say, and then what I have to say. <laughs> 
Damn, my bad, fellas. You guys are breaking out. Uh, How about now? Can you hear us? Yo. Hello? Yes. Yeah, hold on, okay? Can you hear us? Oh, man, we lost connection. But we got his question. Uh, so, uh, well, going to the, go uh, that Bigfoot thing, um, I don't know, man. I think uh, in some ways, I think I think uh, Bigfoot is real. Okay. I think um, it's kind of like maybe like aliens. That's why a lot of people haven't seen him maybe. Right. I think maybe he's maybe a, some kind of species of aliens. Right. Because a lot of people think that humans are the only ones here on this planet. Nah, there's uh-huh. there's other species of just humans that have right. been here way before us. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So I just think maybe he's a prehistoric person from, you know, or, or a tribe. Then, you know, I don't know what, you know, they, if there's a whole bunch of them, I'm sure there is, you know, right. but you know what I'm saying? They, they, I, I just, I just feel that's, that's kind of what it, what, what it, uh, Bigfoot is. You know, I think, I, I believe it's real, but obviously, you know, with no proof. Right. You know, you know, that's the only proof they got the picture, but yeah, I get it. That's why some people say it could be a hoax because, you know, you, right. You know, you could anybody could dress up in a suit and right. take a picture from far away, but right. I just feel that um, it, it could be a, a a certain species of a uh, of another type of uh, right. human or you know some kind of alien here. You know, right, right. You know, first of all, before I give you my answer, I usually hear my Freaky Tales music playing in the background and it stopped <laughs> for some reason. There it is, right there. We there. Go. Yeah. Okay, because I gotta give my answer. Okay, so here <laughs> you are the optimist. I am the skeptic on this question okay i grew up with a father that believed in ufos bigfoot and um i thought we had the Loch Ness monster up here but i guess that's during the uh the intro music <laughs> but uh i've always have been a skeptic of ufos and bigfoot i've always yeah. been a skeptic because this is like the only footage and picture that we have yeah. okay and uh, i remember when my mother made my older brother a costume of this uh-huh. guy, you know, and my brother's like six four. He's taller than me. Yeah. Okay. And he dressed like that. And I was like terrified of it. But, yeah. And I remember one time my father told me that every time that people got close to Bigfoot, this is no lie. What I'm about to tell you, I'm not trying to be funny, but yeah. it is funny that Bigfoot used to take a shit, put it in his hand and then throw it at the people. Okay. <laughs> that's what he used to say. Kind of like what, a gorilla. Kind of like a gorilla. <laughs> yeah. Nobody gets close to him. Yeah. Then he also said the same thing that you said, that it, he goes, if you notice that every time there's a Bigfoot sighting, there's also a UFO sighting. Yeah. He goes, so it's a possibility that que se lo llevan, that they take him. Yeah. Every once in a while that he'll come back, you uh, know. Yeah, I think, they, I think they drop him off here on timeout. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just leave him here, you go on the earth, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> go deal with the- Yeah, go deal with these fools. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, you would have thought we would have seen him a little bit more in 2020, yeah. but, but we didn't. Yeah. You know, but I think even if even if Bigfoot appeared today in the city of LA, yeah. nobody would see him. And I'm gonna tell you why, because we're all like this on our cell phones. Yeah, <laughs> he can walk right by us. Everybody's busy on their yeah. phones. <laughs> yeah, and nobody would see. Yeah, him. no, it's real shit. <laughs> so I have a hard time believing. All we have is footprints. Yeah. You know, and. This footage right here, and this yeah. is for from the seventies, if I'm correct. Yeah, I mean, yeah. at least come with a new video. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, but I'm not going to fully say it's not true. Yeah, fair enough. So, Alonzo from San Diego, thank you for calling. I don't know why the call broke up, but uh, 
It's a full moon. I think that the full moon and the weather today too. Man. The full moon, the weather, the, you know? the the battery energy that just walked in. Because I do see somebody standing behind you right now. Damn it! <laughs> yeah. So, hey man, you're gonna have to leave. Get I'm gonna... Okay. But um, but with that, what's that? Caller, go ahead, Cedric. Hello. Hey, caller, where are you calling from? I am calling from Oregon. Nice. Yes. Hermiston, Oregon. Yeah, how you doing? What, what you got any uh, freaky tales for us? I'm doing good. Um, my name is Vanessa. I was calling because I wanted to. I moved here three years ago from Southern California, and when we first moved into the place that I live at, I would always smell cigarettes. Mm. Like if somebody was in, like walking right by me smoking a cigarette, I could smell like a strong smell of it. Wow. And I asked my boyfriend, do you smell that? And he, he's like, yeah, it smells like cigarette. And it happened a lot when I first moved in and then it stopped for a while. And, um, just recently, maybe about three months back, I smelt it again. And I was just wondering if you guys had ever heard, like, if somebody has passed, if no. they lived in a place and maybe they were smokers, if people, mouth sense or something because nobody smokes in my house. So. I have heard stories like that though. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I have heard stories like that where people will will pass on and some. I think Hello? it's just the energy that stays behind, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's the same thing that I've heard. The same thing that people, maybe a loved one, maybe a family member, even sometimes even a neighbor that passed away, but he was like a big time smoker, and for yeah. some reason it's almost like. Hello. Yes. Hello. I don't know why we keep losing them. But it's the weather, man. It's, it's the weather. But if we lost you, we apologize, but we'll answer the question. I can hear you now. Okay. Um, I, I, we think it's the full moon today. And since it's freaky Friday, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> things, weird things are happening. But, but I will say that I've had heard stories of family members, friends, or even neighbors that were, uh, heavy smokers and had passed on. And it's almost like certain people believe that they're still here. Yeah. And that's the scent almost that they carry on whenever they're around you. Yeah. Whether that's true or not, I don't know, but we both have heard similar yeah. stories to what you're saying. So there is some truth to that. Same yes. thing with cologne. Yes, cologne. I've heard that, you know, that some people will leave their energy, the cologne smell, you know, that passed away. Yeah. That the, it'll come and go. Yeah. So that's pretty much the best that we can. I haven't, haven't experienced that. But I will say that we've have we both have heard similar stories to that. So, and then just real quick, um, one other thing is, it, I didn't smell cigarettes. Not really related, but one night I was asleep and I I woke up and I saw a tall man standing next to my boyfriend, and my boyfriend was asleep. And I, but I wasn't scared. I didn't feel like I was afraid of what I saw. It just looked like an old man, but he was really slim and really tall like abnormally tall. Wow. And um, I looked up and I opened my eyes. I, I looked up at him. I closed my eyes really tight and I thought to myself, am I asleep or am I awake? And I, to this day, I feel like I wasn't dreaming, but when I opened my eyes again, he was gone. But mm. I felt like I, I remembered it. Usually when I have dreams, I can't remember them the next day. And I, my boyfriend's name is Leo and I told him what happened. I said, don't be scared. And at that time, he was going through, um, he was diagnosed with leukemia and he, he was going through a lot of stuff. And 
to myself, I was thinking, was that like a sign or is that, I don't know what that was, but it wasn't scary and it was just like a tall gray, it didn't look like a black shadow or anything scary. It was a man, but he was wearing a gray suit and he just looked like pale, like a pale, no skin color, no, it wasn't something that scared me. I just didn't want to see it because I didn't know if it was real or fake. Maybe he's a, he was a relative of your boyfriend, maybe? Yeah. That passed no, on before? No, he doesn't know. Any, no. I mean, we, we've never even lived here, and we're not from Oregon. We're from Orange County, and we we moved out here, and so there's, like, no history here where we're at. You, I don't you, think there is. You know, one thing that I do ask people to do whenever they do call and they see things in their home, always do a history yeah. On your home. History check, yeah. Yes, yeah, on your home. Because a lot of people don't know that you have the right to ask either the landlord or the realtor or whoever you're buying the home from if anything has ever happened. Like, what is the history of this of this home? And by law... Uh, you guys are starting to break up again. Oh, sorry about that. Well, if you lose us, you can always go back and listen to our answer. We apologize for that. But we uh, there are people that um, have done research uh, in their home and found out that either somebody was murdered, yeah. somebody committed suicide, and it could. Some people believe that it's those people still. Sometimes uh, the energy, yeah, still there, stays lingering. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I'll tell you what. When I was younger, I went to go look for an apartment. My older brother told me, "Go ahead and ask," and I did. And this one guy goes, "Yeah, you know, uh, we're not. We don't really tell people unless they ask." But there was somebody that killed himself in that room. Yeah. And I said, oh, "Do you got another apartment that you can show me?" <laughs> That's real talk, man. Because I'm not going to yeah, sleep you don't in that wanna, room. You man. don't want to deal with the... Yeah, I'm not going to sleep in there. I don't care yeah. how many priests go yeah. in there and have lunch. It, I'm not going in yeah. there. Yeah, so. no, but yeah, it's true. By law, they have to tell you if yes. you ask. Yes. So that was our last phone call, and we want to thank you. And she called from Oregon. If from I'm Oregon, yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Thank you. And um, we're going to go ahead and continue for the next couple of minutes just to carry on because, first of all, I want to thank everybody that has called Yuma, Bakersfield, San Diego, Oregon, and uh, what was St. Louis? St. Louis. Uh, yeah, Louis, yeah. So we, we want to thank everybody. And we apologize for the phones breaking up. I mean, uh, only one other time, for some reason, we couldn't connect with some of the people. We couldn't. Uh, I don't know why that was. Then um, uh, tonight, I guess we were losing people. So. Yeah. I mean, it could be a, a connection on their end too. Yeah, it you know could be connected, especially you know they're calling from far away too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that was like three different people. Three different people. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, it, it's it's it happened. <laughs> ex- expect the unexpected, <laughs> but um, give a so, rising. Yeah, <laughs> Citric. So, uh, how's your how has your experience been here on Freaky Toast Podcast? Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's always a good time hanging out with you, Doug. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? so, yeah, You're starting man. to freak me out because you look like a Satanist right now. Huh? <laughs> and I don't want to look over to, to my right. I say it's Uncle Fester, man. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. But, um, oh, man. You know what? Let me say this. Um, I really enjoyed your company. I really enjoyed the stories that you shared. Um, man, I don't want to say goodbye, but um, if there's anything at this point is where I would like to give my guest an opportunity to promote possibly anything that you're doing. I know your Instagram has came up several times and that will also be on the description once the video was posted. But is there is there anything that people can be expecting from Citric 2021? 
Um, you know, yeah, we got a couple of projects in the works, uh, working with, uh, some cats out of Fresno called uh, Falcon Pictures. And we're doing a, a, a series called Ghetto Busters. Okay. So basically it's like a spoof off of Ghostbusters, but instead of hunting ghosts, we're hunting burnouts in the hood. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's comedy, you know, and it stars, uh, my boy Concrete and, uh, Ricky Montez and, uh, uh, brought to you by Falcon Pictures, Diana, Diana Land Productions, Diana Mole. So right now we got some people looking at it and, you know, some, some, um, net, a couple of networks. So, you know, and hopefully, uh, by summertime, man, we, we, you know, we, 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 we start posting it out. It's out there, man. That's awesome. And, you know, and, you know, we got a couple of little things in the works. Like, uh, I also got my podcast, The Big Citrus Show. Yes. Um, another thing we're working on, Big Citrus Big Break, you know, so okay. just working on, you know, a, Couple different, you know, angles that we're hitting, you know, different okay. stuff, and uh, something's got to hit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> something's exactly. Work. Well, <laughs> you've been keeping it pushing for so long, and and that's one thing again that I admire about you is your hustle, and uh, that's one thing that I've always encouraged people, even through this pandemic. You know, you should have learned a new hustle. You yeah. should have kept it pushing. You should have kept it moving. But you've always, for me, you've always been a winner. You've always came out on top. You know, because every time, there's been times that we didn't talk, maybe for a couple of years. Years, but yeah. I've always heard he's doing this, he's doing that. And then when I saw you on the Lopez show, man, I was so, so happy for you because if there's anybody that I believe that deserves it, it's you because you've always kept it pushing, yeah. whether it's rap, whether it's comedy, whether it's uh, acting, yeah. you know, you're a very talented man and you kept it pushing. And that's, again, that's one thing that I admire about you. So uh, very quickly, it, very quickly again, what was the name of your podcast and where can they reach it at? Uh, the Big Citrix Show. It basically, uh, on all you know all the platforms okay you know spotify anchor uh, itunes and uh, google all you know okay all the okay regular streaming platforms uh as far as music is concerned I anything in the works on that uh man music music wise uh we might be working on some stuff you know with my boy vic damone you know he's, he's he's doing some production so we might be doing some stuff like like just a couple of songs but i'm not like bringing out albums anymore you know okay and just really the songs are really more like for for the series, for the Ghetto Buster series that we're doing right now, you okay. know? So basically for that. But other than that, yeah, I mean, I haven't really been too in tune with doing music, you know? It's just not that I haven't been feeling it. It's just, you know, just got a bunch of other stuff I've been focused yeah. on, you know? Yeah. And eventually I want to get back to doing a little yeah. bit of music more. Yeah. Maybe do an album just, you know, just for the fuck of it. I'm not even, it's not even about like trying to, you know, oh, yeah, I'm going to try to blow this thing up, you know? It's just, right. just to do it for the love of it and put it out. And, uh, but most of the stuff, yeah, it's just been, you know, just, Whenever we have time, we'll, we'll get in the studio. You know? Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, we get in the studio with you too, man. Yeah, do, do a song or something, man. I mean, I'll have to come out of retirement because, <laughs> you know, one thing that I love doing, I love directing and I love podcasting. But I would say this that I know you have a lot on your plate, and I know rap is probably one of the least things, but uh, I'm sure you have fans out there that are, uh, are willing to hear some of your music as yeah. well. So, now, one last question. I know you, do, you did stand up comedy for a while. Now, I know today things opened up again as far as, you know, salons and barbers yeah. and outdoor eating and stuff like that. Eventually, when they open up comedy clubs, are you going to be doing any more stand up? Yeah, yeah, no, most definitely, man. You know, um, shout out to my boy Phil Medina. You know, he's, uh, my co-host on the, on the show and, yeah. and he's the one that started putting me on out there, you know, like, like, like giving me a couple minutes here and there when I didn't want to, wasn't even trying to do it, but he kept telling me, bro, you got it. You could do it. You could do it. And he started throwing me out there and started doing it little by little. And then I liked it, you know, it's, it's kind of nerve wracking at first, you know, because, yeah. you know, it's basically, 
all eyes on you when you're standing up there. You know, and people are looking at you like, well, okay, well, you know, they're waiting for you to make them laugh. Right, right, it's true. So, you know, um, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, I have, uh, have a... A, a, real, a real strong urge to, to to get back into doing comedy now. You know, awesome. like I said, at first I was just doing a couple of minutes here and there. I wasn't really taking it like seriously, mm-hmm. but my boy Phil keeps telling me, he goes, dude, just do it, just do it, man. You can do it. And uh so yeah, you know, when everything opens up again, man, yeah. I think we're gonna go hard, man. We I think uh, we we kind of have a, you know, I don't want to say too much, but we are working on a little tour, you know, a okay. little tour in the works. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, once again, let me go ahead and give it uh, my shout outs. First of all, I want to thank uh, Cedric. He admitted to me during the break that he's now a Satanist. Satanist. <laughs> With a face like that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he's possessed. Uh, but uh, <laughs> he's possessed by comedy. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, give a shout out to his son. Yeah, give a shout have out, son Eric, right here, nice. yeah, Eric, <laughs> and uh, also to B Scanlons for helping me promote this. Yeah. Uh, give a shout out to Alex Alex Cervantes. Uh, give a shout out to the Fools community, and uh, let me give a shout out to Anthony. Anthony is the man behind the wheel driving the ship so give a shout out much love much respect to him and also give a shout out to myself yeah hi tony (laughs) so with that being said freaky tales will not be on next friday we're doing it every other friday until time clears up because we've been busy during the week uh when things clear up then we'll go back to every friday and eventually eventually here's what i want to do i want to give not only people an opportunity to call in and share it but eventually i want some of you sitting right here i want to give people like you yourself an opportunity to come sit down with me and share your stories instead of calling in we're going to do that and uh eventually cedric one good thing 2021 is my goal uh hopefully in the middle 2021 or maybe towards the end uh we're going to be moving into a building Okay. Or what we're going to be doing freaky tales and our other podcasts oh, in the building because it, it's time for us to start expanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and. Yeah, no, you guys uh, are doing really good, man. So, thank you. Shout man. out to that, man. And, and I want to give a shout out to the subscribers and everybody who has made this happen. So we want to thank you for the success, uh, because we like to say that this is your show. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for calling. And we will see you next Friday, not this Friday coming, but next Friday. And once again, expect the unexpected. Okay. And we'll see you two weeks from now. Yeah, do we.